Welcome back to Tech Tech Tech. Easy, easy, easy. This is episode 60, 60, 64. Sunday, October 9th, 2016. It's not episode 600, Tony. What? Oh, that's right. Matt's not here. Can't play Wait, what? Well, oh, spoiler. What? Hey! <laughs> Welcome back to Techies, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. My name is Shane, and I am joined by the other person on the end of this uh, phone call question mark it's tony tony man what is up this evening with you oh, not too much um yeah just plugging along plugging along projects that's yeah. good plugging what about you anything plug, new plug yeah i had a show in uh up north last night well it was northwest of where i currently reside here in wisconsin People, people already know that. They follow me on other shows and things and whatnots. I think so. It's okay for me to say that. And it was, uh, it was fun. A little, did a little band. A little. There was a lot of bands. It was like nine or ten different bands playing. That was, that was pretty fun. Or which one were you into the list time. of? Uh, what order? It was uh, yeah, like seventh or so, somewhere around there. Something That's like nice. that. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, I enjoyed myself, and had some nice Hawaiian style pizza there while I was your favorite. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, favorite. I like pineapple, but I just like it cold, yeah. and I don't like ham at all. So fair. sounds like a lose lose for me. Yeah, fair, fair. You know, not everyone, yeah. not everyone likes it. I understand. I understand. Okay. Yeah, and I'm sure the stuff you hate that I like, so it's whatever. There was also cake there. Carrot and chocolate. <laughs> there you go. Carrot and chocolate cake, both. Yeah. Ooh. And then also other pizzas <laughs> were happening. Oh, well, there you go. Should have led with that. Well, one <laughs> of the guys in the band and I, we ordered the Hawaiian style prior to realizing that um, the band that was hosting this event was, they had uh, already ordered some pizza. So, but they did not order Hawaiian style. And that is. That is personally my favorite, so I was kind of okay with that. Do you think you like it more because not many people like it? No. <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> I like it because I like it. I don't. No, no. Contrary to what you might think, Tony, people just have different, uh, you know, tastes and things like that. That's, That's true. Story. But I will say that my taste... Um, some of my tastes are acquired and based off of just, you know, being adventurous and trying different things. Not to say you haven't tried it before, Tony. I'm just, I just think, uh, oh, I, I can't speak to anything unless I've tried it. That's some my people, stipulation. some people, I think maybe just think they don't like certain things and don't necessarily give sure. it a try, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, what we're talking about here though, uh, tonight is different sorts of technologies and whatnots and not so much with the pizzas although we could uh, we could have an episode about pizza tech i suppose if we if we really wanted to maybe not tonight though. Find something up there maybe for yeah. maybe for another day all right well oh tony are, are you drinking something right now no i just finished my thing of water so i'm being pretty boring so you're not okay today. well feel free to go get something while i'm uh discussing my article but i Ooh. am drinking a Nice uh, Cafe Caruba coffee here. Caruba. It's good stuff. Yeah, that's right. From the, uh, the local Quick Trip. That's right. Free free advertising. That. You're welcome, Quick Trip. <laughs> yeah, stuff. I like their breakfast sandwiches. Oh, it's good. <laughs> All around. And they're so they're just popping up everywhere lately. I, I like them. They right. are. They are. As I, as I continue to refer to them, the Cadillac of gas stations, but they're really kind of the, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what what else you might call them, but they're just there's so much, so uh, so many different things you can get there, and uh, all, all all the fun, all the fixins, right? Oh yeah, they have a lot of good stuff, fresh stuff. 
Just chicken sandwiches too. <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know where, where they're too if, simple. If they're Midwestern based mostly or where else they're prevalent. So, uh, Hey, let us know if, uh, <laughs> if you're out of uh, state, maybe if you're West coast, uh, and you have quick trips there, let, let us know. We, we I have no idea. Do you know? I don't. I don't know. No. No. I like them. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, without further ado, let's jump into the news. News. TechCrunch reports Amazon bans incentivized reviews tied to free or discounted products. So as of October 3rd, which was the time this article was written, that was uh, so it was a little over a week ago now, or like a week ago, not over a week necessarily, no, no, just about a week ago. <laughs> Amazon has changed its community guidelines to remove incentivized reviews that haven't come from their own Amazon Vine program, which I was not familiar with prior to reading this. Have you heard of Amazon, I'm sorry, did I say Prime? Amazon Vine confusing no i would have thought you said prime before yeah i'm looking at this and i'm like fine yep I'm not sure what that is no i haven't i hadn't heard about it all prior to this article but uh mm-hmm. in the past amazon has prohibited compensation compensation for its reviews to the point of even suing businesses that were paying for fake reviews or those that would uh write them Businesses were allowed to give products for reviews, uh, given the reviewer had disclosed their affiliation in the review. Though they could be completely honest, they had uh, tended to lean extremely positively toward the product that was being reviewed. This is likely due to vendors seeking out less critical reviewers, um, specifically, and or the fear of users not getting those offers uh, again you know, that, that being uh, likely reasoning behind why, why those reviews tended to skew positively. A recent study of over 7 million reviews showed a 0.38 star difference um, higher uh, for incentivized versus non-incentivized reviews. This could be the difference uh, for whether or not a product is in their you know, top-rated section on their or category. Which, yeah, I have, I've seen this firsthand for sure. I, I, at least I, I believe I have. Uh, the same study found reviewers that were incentivized were 12 times less likely to give a one-star rating and four times less likely to leave any critical review at all. Mm-hmm. Incentivized, incentivized reviewers have written an average of 232 reviews when compared to the 31 for, the, for those that weren't incentivized. Only Amazon Vine reviewers will be allowed to be incentivized now at this point, but Amazon actually selects who those uh, reviewers will be, and those are primarily to boost review counts and uh, on new or pre-release products, so um, kind of a, a more um, controlled environment there. Amazon also states that they don't actually incentivize positive ratings or require reviews at all. Uh, while limited to Vine reviewers, uh, sorry, while limited the Vine the Vine <laughs> reviews for the a Vine. product. Uh, yeah, Vine. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I wrote there exactly. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you get it, right? You get what I'm trying to say. Anyway, vendors also don't have contact with these reviewers. So that's a positive, right? Not having contact yeah. at all. That's a good thing. Uh, these changes are happening to all categories except for books since they've always allowed uh, advanced copies to be distributed for, for said books. And only excessive reviews will be removed retroactively, those that already exist. So you're probably going to continue to see these reviews out there. Uh, but then, you know, moving forward, action will be taken for uh, if they notice this type of thing continuing to happen. So, Tony, 
Tony, let me ask you. Yes. Yes. Have you noticed personally, have you noticed this type of thing in the past um, sort of over overrating of products on Amazon offhand? I, I guess I'm still trying to put the pieces together. So Vine is Amazon's, I guess, could you kind of maybe break this down for me a little bit better? <laughs> so that has very little to do with Vine and, and reality. So what is Vine exactly? It's like it's it's like they're see I don't honestly I don't know a lot about it either but it is it, it appears to be an incentivized program for uh vendors for, to get yeah vendors and reviewers right um oh, but reviewers. but for the, people to review more likely to review products than not or to put a review on it or a rating yeah so so I'm not sure <laughs> the the. But the real change that's happening here is that yeah. they are remove or they're not allowing the the former uh, incentivization of uh, trading product for reviews essentially, and all the all the only reason that Amazon Vine isn't involved at all is that they're not restricting those incentivized. Uh, incentivized users reviews for the vine service specifically so that's just kind of a separate thing i'm Mm -hmm. more excited personally about the fact they are starting to restrict for most i would say most amazon reviews are starting to be restricted uh so so i'm just curious for you though personally if you have noticed an inflation of sorts in the amazon star ratings of products that you've looked at you know basically I guess not lately like i would look at a product and then I'd look at maybe ratings but then if i bought a product i probably wouldn't look back at ratings again not again but i'm i'm just i'm thinking See if it's gone up lately when you buy a product on amazon let's just ask you this when you buy a product and you yes. because i personally pay probably almost too much attention to the rating to the rating of the product um i would like to know when you've bought them have you noticed that the quality of the product might be less than what the star rating sort of showcased sort of illustrated on average i mean i tend to i guess i probably don't pay too much attention not maybe like you might (laughs) like what would be an example of something you've looked at well number of bluetooth headphones um okay I mean that's a big one, you know the the belts I've used, my fitness belts for my phone, those types of things. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I I do kind of feel like um, that the rating seems a bit higher than maybe what the quality of the product ends up being. I'll, slightly, uh, maybe what was it? 0.38 stars higher. Let's just say, <laughs> on average, based on their study. But I. I, that may not be the case with everyone. I mean, I get a lot of things through there, so I'm I'm personally glad. I, let's just say I'm happy to hear that they are that maybe we're not we're going to start seeing a, a decline in some of these fake <laughs> reviews overall, and that's 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 just that's what I'm happy to hear, honestly. Well, also, um, I don't know. Do you write reviews at all? Stuff you purchased from Amazon? I should. I should more so. Uh, <laughs> I'm uh, just curious. Like, I, I, I'm all for people writing exactly how they feel, impartially. You know, just like you know, say it like it is. What your experience is, but I also feel like people should wait. Like, don't write a review real quick after you bought something because chances are, I have a feel, and I don't have any statistics on this, but I have a feeling like your acquisition of getting something might, you know, hinder your review. Like, wait till you tried it out a while. Wait till like, you know, like um, after, you know, you're using it day to day or even not using it. Like, let's say you bought an iPad. You're like, oh, this is great. It's great. I'm going to put like, you know, five star review. And then two weeks later, you're like, I don't, I don't really use it anymore. I use my laptop. But you're not yeah. going to go back and write it again. Right. So, you know, give me a six month review of like, oh, I use this day to day. I do this with it. I do that with it. Or I didn't use it like I was going to. But here, this is how I'm using it. And I'm just thinking any other product. But maybe that's a little sidetrack. But I want a real review. I feel like people just jump the gun sometimes with writing a review. 
Okay, so I just wanted to go back, and I think I finally figured out what the heck I was trying to say before. Uh, while limiting, so what they do is they limit the number of Vine reviews, uh, reviews that are f- Vine reviewers. The number of Vine reviewers is limited per product. Okay, that's what I was trying to tell people before. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. So. Anyway, I think uh, I think it's a good thing. I definitely think it's a good thing. And the reason I put it in here is because I feel like it's going to help people and make things easier for them in general, getting better quality products on average. And I'm, I'm happy to see it happen. So anyway, Tony, let's maybe have you start talking about what you're going to be talking about tonight. What do you think? What do you think? You want to you want to talk about stuff? Maybe. You don't know. I think I'm done for the day. No. Oh, all right. Well, have, um, a, have the rest of the night off. All right. <laughs> um, mine's from Ars Technica, and it's Blade Runner sequel named Blade Runner 2049 out October 2017. In VR? What? Um, anyway, this is uh, this article. Basically, the first part of it is it is talking about the Blade Runner movie that came out. I believe it came out uh, the year I was born, 1982. Um so that's what, 34 years ago? Um, so the new one's called Blade Runner 2049 and the release date is October 6, 2017. Um, and they're going to make this for virtual reality on the Oculus Rift and other Oculus platforms. And I believe, and I think this is the one that Facebook owns. Is that is that true, Shane, you know that? Yes. Okay, yeah, I was thinking, so I know there's a lot of them out there right now. Um, it'll also come out in the traditional movie theaters too, so you'll be able to see that. But right now, I'm kind of seeing like I don't know how this is really going to be, and there isn't too much. There's more details to come, but right now it's um, um, those are pretty much it for that. But what what I kind of thought about when I I thought this, I'm like I'm trying to think of like just a whole bunch of people packed in a theater wearing headsets. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then I'm thinking like, are you going to be able to like you know? walk around Harrison Ford. And by the way, he will be in this uh, movie too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm just trying to think, you're going to get a 360 view of the whole, like all the rooms they're in talking about and maybe be able to venture on and uh, maybe explore yourself even outside the, uh, the main storyline. I guess I'm curious on how that might be, but Mm -hmm. um, kind of uh, anxious to see what kind of storyline, what kind of experience you'll get is this. Um, But Um, and it also talks about, this article talks about um, how, yeah, 30 years ago the movie came out and it, I guess it was a big flop. And then after a while, it, 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 uh, it got, um, I think it became like a cult classic. Oh, classic, for, uh, I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Harrison Ford will, will be reprising his role as a replicant hunter, Deckard. And um, also uh, Ryan Gosling will be in it, but there isn't a role, uh, at least announced yet. And then at the end, they kind of talked about um, a series of experiences about how classic Disney characters are also coming to the Oculus, but they didn't give too much on that. Um, I don't know. I'm I slowly starting to see how some of these VR devices are coming out, at least to the video game market. I can kind of see how that works, but with uh, movies, it could totally be a new experience. And I still think some of these uh, uh, these companies are trying to find, I think they're trying to find their, their niche or their niche of, hmm. you know, Gaming, maybe first-person shooters or whatever. I can kind of see how that might work, but I still feel like you need a you need a big system or you know PlayStation or um, I don't know what Xbox is doing, but um, I kind of think it might go that route first. But I still see I think uh, you know Zuckerberg is really trying to to find how that'll work in the social media, and I guess it could work depending on what you do with it and mm-hmm. what uh, ideas you might have. But I don't know. What do you think, Shane? Well, in terms of the VR thing, I still question it. <laughs> I still yes. think it's going to be well. You know what? It's. It, I'm. In terms of so Potential. I'm, I'm kind of confused about how this is gonna. <clears throat> they say for sure that this is hap- that the VR thing is happening in the theater, and that it's not just a. Oh no! I don't think it'll. I, I don't know if it'll be in theaters. I just. I, I would think I, it's just I, I, more for a home experience, you know, once it's released. But, yeah. Uh, for and the, They're shooting it in it, so... Um, yeah. I'm just thinking, like, when you're watching a scary movie and, 
you know, the camera kind of pans out and it sees like the girl running and she's looking, you know, out and out at, you know, her surroundings and the camera, which is extremely limited, sees, oh, there's nothing there. There's nothing, you know, to her left, nothing to her right. And then out of nowhere, the killer, whoever comes and gets her. <laughs> um, but if you have that 360 degree view and you're, you know, you're just a, an avid watcher, you, whoever's doing the storytelling is going to have to find... <laughs> More creative ways to yes. scare you, I think. Look in, look in the opposite direction. Hey, guys, what's going on? I have no idea. Just <laughs> turn, has your back face. I, don't know. I think, I, I agree. Yeah. I was about to say that they need some sort of visual cues. Again, as you mentioned, creatively, creative ways of sort of... Uh, creative, exactly. Unless they uh, just straight up limit the, the view, you know, what you can see in that particular situation. That could be another way of doing that. Um, maybe sure. lim- Maybe not having you be able to pan the full 360 or something but um yeah that could be well that that would be also limiting you which you might feel i guess since it's supposed to be i guess in a way unlimited with mm-hmm. virtual reality i mean more so i should say maybe less limited yeah um then you know i, I guess yeah they're, they'll still have to try to find a way if it's you know storytelling wise which it's yeah, it's a whole new bag of worms. I guess. So, so one thing, bag of worms. <laughs> <Can> <laughs> what was that? That doesn't sound. Can what of was, worms. What was I going for there? Can of worms. What? But can. Can of worms. Uh, <laughs> yes, think positively. Can. Um, another um, uh, I guess another I- idea I had is when you know someone's coming up to a road and you know he, you know the guy looks right and then the camera looks right and the guy looks left and then there's no car coming and then as soon as he takes that step out. Boom! The semi comes and hits him. <laughs> That's such and a this is probably you know very negative trope. you know references <laughs> I'm making. But I think like if you have a 360 degree world where again you're the spectator, things like that aren't going to happen. You're not going to be able to get that scare. I yeah. Think. Um, again, so, more creative, but maybe it's there. I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. So <sighs> that you, you you made me think of another idea also. Um, and I wonder, I, I think this is, this is a potential thing, right? So I, I was about to say that I feel like the, the whole VR thing is, it reminds me of 3D, you know, 3D glasses and all that, that kind of has made a comeback and it's done mm-hmm. I, arguably fairly, I mean, it had, it's been fairly successful, right? At least this time around. Yeah, um, I but, think so. But at the same time, so I could see it maybe becoming that but at the same time it is kind of limited in the sense that you probably aren't going to have be able to have these things in the theater uh so yeah. so in a lot of cases they might have to wait to, for home what i want to know then is how long do you think it's going to be before you're going to start seeing essentially businesses that are able maybe they somehow get the rights to be able to and when i say businesses i mean movie theater style businesses that are allowed to have a set of of vr devices and to essentially show the movie on those at the time that theaters are able to do so and i wonder i wonder if that is maybe what their ultimate goal is here is is to have maybe that's a thing maybe that's a thing in the future is to have device you know like the 3d glasses you're able to instead uh rent essentially a, a vr headset that you can Ooh. then watch at that time and i could see i could kind of see that being a thing maybe and but again maybe it, it'll be more of a fad or maybe it'll take over completely i don't know it's it's hard to say right that's true you're not going to get traditional movie theaters to go away but at the same time i mean things like drive-in movie theaters have have gone completely away at this point right or nearly completely away so who's really to say who's to say that the that the landscape of the move traditional movie theater won't isn't able to change completely into something like that Mm -hmm. it it is really kind of hard to say do you think the first time they did 3d movies like I don't know however many years ago. Do you think that was a fad? Uh, did it last? Yeah, and then now it came back, and now it's kind of like I don't know. it's a little bit here to stay now, right? Or it, it is yeah, a I lot more so. so. And I think I I think mostly because of the quality, right? No one wanted to see the red and blue <laughs> while they were yeah. watching. I think it was a good little novelty at first, but then they're like, 
don't know. I kind of would rather just have a you know traditional color movie experience. But yeah, seventies, eighties. I don't know. Yeah, true. And I, I kind of, uh, I don't know. I could take it or leave it at this point. It's, it's fine. Sure. Um, because you are, but they got to work on performance. I think if they really want to, I, I don't know. I just mean with the, it's such a resource hog. I think for the home, like I yeah. think people get sick or whatever, it doesn't feel natural. Right. Uh, yeah, exactly. That was part of my issue with it, I think, as well. But I've never even tried it yet. Oh, yeah. You didn't get to try mine? My little Google Cardboard? Oh, I would like to try that. You know, I haven't tried that. I mean, no. I put my phone up to my eyes before, but not yeah. through the cardboard. <laughs> um, yeah, so in terms of Blade Runner itself, though, <laughs> back to the kind of the whole point of the article, I suppose. Sorry. Uh, I, I have yet to see the original Blade Runner and have you seen it, Tony? I don't know what's worse. It's if you haven't seen it or I've seen it and sort of turned it off because I didn't get it or I didn't. Is that what happened? (laughs) I didn't care for it. I, yeah. thought, I think I felt it was boring. So, <laughs> so what I've heard though I is suck it up once. I think I got through half of it. What I've heard though is know. that there's different versions, and yeah, there's there like, was a director's cut. Director's cut, was... and then there's one called the <laughs> final cut. I've heard too that might be the better, the best one. But I should try it again. I don't. It's been a while. I I know that was a while ago. So if you know if this comes out, this might probably spark either you know, maybe us to watch it or something. I don't know the first one. I mean, so. And I did listen to the the film sack episode reviewing this one, and mm. so I I guess I've I've learned uh, for whatever reason I'm one of the people that listens to that even if I haven't seen the movies, but but I do uh, I, I do enjoy those and I I think I've learned a, a fair amount of, of about the plot of the movie at this point about the the did rep- they um, did they like it. Yeah, and again, I think it depended on which version they actually watched, but but yeah, and I know it's based on that book, uh, "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep?" I believe, and and there's these replicants, and who is or isn't a replicant, and uh, yeah, I I I mean, I kind of get the gist of it, right? Somewhat. (laughs) I kind of do a bit, yeah, but I I I certainly think I'll understand it better once I actually finally go ahead and 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 take the plunge and just sit down and see it. But that's right. And Ridley Scott did it. I don't think he's going to do this new one. The thing that I'm still curious about is, I mean, I've heard that maybe it's a prequel. Do you know if that's the case? If the original is a prequel? No, if this new one is a prequel, which doesn't make sense. Oh, this, doesn't make sense. It's 30 years after okay. um, the first one. All right. I guess not. But, one of the things they also brought up on FilmSec is whether or not they uh, cell phone. I mean, cell phones weren't in the old one, right? And now it's thirty years after, and that was already. Oh, let's see if I can do math here. <laughs> twenty nineteen, yeah. I guess, right? If it's thirty years, the original one oh, was yeah. twenty nineteen, which we're is coming only, up to that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and we're past the Back to the Future date, so it's this is just going to keep True. happening. But it is. Well past, I think, original Terminator 2 dates and, and past, uh, what else was there? Uh, like Independence, Independence? No, that one was actually supposed to be the same date, but anyway. Yeah. So, 97. yeah, yeah, I want to say, yeah, 97 was part of T2, but anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so so Harrison Ford, I, I I always enjoy watching him, and I'm I'm glad he was in Force Awakens. I'm glad he's in this. Uh, looking forward to seeing yeah. him more. Um, yeah, and and I think he's still gonna do another Indiana Jones. So, um, I think oh, he's nice. he's trying to get as much in maybe as he can before he retires. I'm, I would imagine at this point, but mm-hmm. still kind of sad they didn't have Sean Connery in uh, Crystal Skull as. as fantastic of a movie as that was uh (laughs) then again i like the star wars prequels but uh that was that was different yeah Mm -hmm. i did i kind of enjoyed crystal skull a little bit but everyone always says the the biggest thing of all and if you haven't seen it close your ears but yeah the alien thing obviously is always the thing that so anyway yeah that's i guess that's probably Probably enough about that. Hey, 
Sure. Yeah, I think that's about sure, it. Sure. Sure. We can be we can be done talking about the Blade Runners and the and the Blade things Runners. and the whatnots and the doodads and the whatchamacallits and the thingamajigs. <laughs> thingamacallits. Yeah, let's do this. What do you think? Let's let's dive right into the next segment of the evening. Let's do it. XP boost. Okay, so now what we're talking about here? We're talking about on our XP boost. You know what we're talking about, Tony? Do you know what we're talking about? I think so because I have access to the show. Notes. Oh boy! We're, as promised, as promised, uh, we're going to talk about the iPhone Seven. Which is uh, yeah. still fairly new. Within the last month, I think it has come out, right? Still, been, it's yeah. I forget a... pre-order dates and re- oh, ship dates are kind of sometimes I get. Uh, it's only been a few weeks at this point, but uh, yeah. So the model that I have in my hand right here is the Whoa. Jet Black 128 gigabyte model. So there are well, first and foremost, I try to kind of put these in the orders, the order of importance, and I, I mainly wanted to just go over the improvements to the previous models, um, or previous model, because I think that's the thing most people are interested in, and I like for whatever reason, like previous iPhones that I've had, sometimes I actually have trouble remembering <laughs> what exactly has improved about it. So now I have pretty much everything laid out here, the improvements uh, over the 6S model. And uh, so there's double storage in this one. They did, uh, rather than the 16, 64, and 128, there is now 32, 128, and 256 gigabytes. Those are your options, except for in the case of the jet black which they are limiting to 128 and 256 you cannot get the jet black in 32 gigabytes apparently for whatever reason um and that may just be because the process behind the jet black is more complex it's sort of the new thing it gives it this shine to it and everything kind of gives it a similar glass shine across the entire thing um which Again, um, I may have mentioned this before, but I was a little bit worried that it might almost make it look plastic on the back, which is oh. kind of the whole reason. Like, I want it to look glass. I don't want it to look plastic. But I'm still pretty happy. I, I, I do think I do think it's more of a um, not too much. It doesn't look too plasticky, really. Um, Does it look like the 3GS? No, 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 no. In it's, back? it's definitely shinier than, than the 3GS oh. was. So take that for what it's worth. The additional colors beside that jet black are just black uh, or matte black, some people are calling it, which replaces the previous uh, space gray. Replaces it so you cannot get this in space gray. Uh, silver, gold, and rose gold. Those are all uh, traditional colors in the previous models. The one thing I do, uh, one thing I will say, besides the the overall look of it, it it does offer some nice friction to it uh, as you're holding the phone, which was not so much the case with. I don't think that's the case with some of the other ones. I haven't really felt that amount of friction on the back of the phone since the what was it the five original five even made which one had the the glass backing do you recall that tony was that the five or the four did the four have the glass yeah, maybe it was the four four s one of, wow yeah because yeah, the five had yeah that really that scratched up backing yeah it's really easy i don't want that one yeah well i will say i the one of the things i liked about those models was that it had that glass the glass back did offer a fair amount of friction so i f- feel like i'm a lot less likely to actually drop the phone because of that since I am not a person that use, likes to use cases, which is probably, uh, yeah, going to pay for it someday with that. I mean, I did drop the last, uh, my last six plus, regular six plus, but uh, <laughs> finally cracked that screen. Uh, 
I do feel like I'm I'm less likely both count combining with that friction and uh, that it's not a, as big of a phone since I did not get the plus model on this one. Seems overall I'm I'm less likely of happening. Knock on wood, but um, not saying you should. You should probably get a case if you are susceptible to dropping a phone for sure. <laughs> uh, but don't don't blame me if you happen to drop your phone. You know, no, I'm not going to take responsibility for that one. Um, so aside from that, one of the most notable things you're going to see right out the gate or feel rather is the new Taptic Engine on the phone. This is definitely a brand new feature. And they have, that is, uh, what did I just hear? I just heard something on my computer. I don't know where it came from. I heard that too. <laughs> did you hear that? Sometimes I, I hear something. that weird sound. I don't know what it does. What does it mean? What does it mean? Anyway, the uh, so, so the home button is no longer a button at all. They call it a new home button, but it's really... Uh, just a little, I don't know if it's a set. I think it's maybe still a separate piece of glass that's indented. But I, when you're holding the phone, it very much feels like, to me, it feels like um, you're actually still tapping a button. When, in fact, that Taptic engine's going off and you're really there's really just a little vibration happening there. Very small, short vibration that, to me, actually feels quite a bit like you're still pressing a home button. <laughs> What so you, does it feel like you're pushing in? It, it it does it does kind of feel that way, even though that's not happening at all. For whatever reason, you're you're it fools you into thinking I think that you're, that you're pushing it in. Yeah, it does. Right. Some people say it feels like the entire bottom of the phone is, and, and that's true. I can kind of see that. Oh, it feels more so that the entire bottom of the phone feels like it's being pushed in or something. But similar to the mm. what was it the BlackBerry Bold or Storm, one of those way back when, kind of. Maybe feels feels a little bit like that, but um, so one of the things you're presented with right out the gate when you when you're setting up your phone though is you have three levels of sensitivity that you can adjust that to. You get sort of these small, medium, and large options. And I at first I was the default is two, so it's one, two, or three, and, and I was going with that for a while, and I thought that was pretty good. But I have since upped it to the third one, so the kind of the more intense one. And I, I actually think that's just a much more satisfying click that you mm -hmm. get on that, personally. But uh, so in addition to that uh, sort of small vibration you get with the home button, they've also added that across multiple areas of the OS, multiple components, the first of which, uh, maybe one of the more obvious, is the is the silence switch. It, it has changed from a standard just vibration to a little, <laughs> little sort of. It, it, it's not as intense. It, it's kind of a lot more subtle, I think. But you know, it's kind of it's probably unnecessary. But I kind of like it. One of the things I really like is some of the UI components they've added it to, which are your little uh, date picker sorts of apps and things. So if you go into your, let's see here, your timer or something in your clock, when you cycle mm -hmm. through those, it gives you a little tiny click every, with every option that you select. So so you Ooh. spin that wheel, and it, it, it really is a satisfying sort of wheel of fortune. Not wheel of fortune. Well, yeah, either wheel of fortune or price is right more more probably close to prices right wheel uh feeling you get like it every one you pass by does that little click and i i really i don't know for whatever reason i really enjoy that just kind of a cool little thing that and and i see it with certain scroll uh like alphabetical scroll um scroll bars like in one password it does the same thing for every letter that you go past it, it does a little tiny um vibration for those also so different little things like that the the, the 3d touch when you when you push in all the way I, and i i tried this on a previous one and uh, a previous phone and it seems to do the same kind of thing though um gives you that little jolt on even the 6s i believe and I'm not sure that that must be using the more traditional vibrate or something in there, but it didn't seem that much different. I, I can only assume based on what I've seen though, that the Taptic engine is just a little more capable in terms of the 
range of vibration that you get, if that makes any sense, sort of anywhere from mm. a, a very light to a very intense uh, vibration. It seems to give you all sorts of options there in terms of that. So anyway, uh, the next thing I want to talk about is the splash water and dust res dust resistance. One of the more exciting things I was looking forward to on this one is that it's not, well, they won't say that it's entirely waterproof. Um, it is water resistant at least, which I like a lot. I did, um, <laughs> I did have it out in the rain, like some light rain at one point just to kind of try that out. It, phone seems fine still, but I wasn't going to... Did you submerge it fully? I have not. I will not be doing that. I will not be putting my phone out in, you know, a downpour just because I don't want to <laughs> risk it, really. Did they Did um? They have a... Uh, uh, what was it on the... When they were announcing the, the phone, did they have, like, some guy falling in water or something, like in a pool? Oh, they did. Um, well, just like a yeah. video or maybe even just a, not a video, but maybe just a picture of a guy going like, yes. uh, like he was right about to fall in. They did have that, I think, but they don't want to really. Yeah. And, and yeah, I think probably. The commercial has a guy running with it in as a sprinkler is going by. And, you know, there was those tests. I think you even showed me, Tony, there was tests. Even the previous yeah, phone, the 6S, I think, or the, the 6S. 6S. So I think they've been working on this for a while. Really, and, and my five was submerged quickly, I should say, but it really? was submerged, and I did the rice. Your thing. It was five cool. was, yeah, regular five. five. Wow, okay, so yeah, regular five. So they definitely, well, I think it. they've been, I don't think they can say out and out fully, right? I think there's some sort of liability thing with that, or everybody would say, Hey, I need a new phone, it's broken. I think so. I, I'm sure there's something with that. I think you're gonna see it on the next one, though, probably. Probably what they just announced with the uh, Apple Watch Series 2. I, I think yeah. they're probably going to be doing something similar along those lines with the whatever it is, 7S model, or maybe who knows what they're going to call it at this point. But um, yeah, the next year, yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of speculation on that one for next year's model. Yeah. Yeah. Start the speculation now. Uh, too soon. I just like that, you know, that's one less thing I really have to worry about, though, is water damage to the phone, so happy to hear that. Yeah, and that's true. Not going not gonna to purposely submerge it or anything like that, even though I have done that with, uh, like, my waterproof Bluetooth speaker. I did, <laughs> I did test mm -hmm. that and, uh, in the water, put that in the water as it was playing, and that was great. That, that scene worked just fine still. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. But not going to do it for a product that doesn't claim to be fully waterproof, for sure. <laughs> Nor probably anything this expensive, <laughs> but the so the I don't I don't know what the difference though between splash and water uh, resistant. I mean, splash means if you just splash something on it, maybe other than just water is what they're kind of going for there. If you draw, if you spill soda or something on it, I'm guessing maybe that's why they don't just say water there. But then the dust resistance, I don't really. Uh, understand that one too much either. The I mean I understand what they're going for, but and and I will say I have actually noticed uh, haven't noticed dust on it so much. Um, I guess I'd say less than usual, but I I, I would be curious if uh, Tony, for instance, well, first of all, Tony, you haven't you haven't told me you you don't have the seven yet, do you? I do not have the seven. Okay, just waiting on some things. We'll see. And then part of me is not sure I want to do it. Part of sure. me is... So you, you currently are rocking the which one? Six. Regular six. Okay. And what... what regular six. Uh, do you, just looking gigs. at your phone right now. Just looking at your phone right now. Do you, do you find... Do you see any dust at all anywhere on there offhand? Every time... And this happened with the lightning cable. Whenever they switched to that and... For I think a while after I had well, whatever I had before this one, probably the five, um, I would um, notice that um, it wouldn't charge a lot. I'd have to finagle the cord in and yep. then it would start charging. <clears throat> I took it to the Apple store because I think it was under the year. So then they'll do whatever under the year. The guy basically took a paper clip or like the Apple issued paper clip, looked like yep. a regular paper clip to me, but he said something different, whatever. Um, he basically just took it around the little lightning cable port and he took out all this dust in like i guess you could say maybe lint more lint 
but uh, there's some dust in there too. So I feel like that's really where it only accumulates. And then um, headphone jack in the same thing too. Obviously, mm-hmm. we don't have that issue with this one, yeah. but um, and you'll probably get to that in a bit. But um, um, yeah, I had some problems getting headphones in one time too with that, uh, I think, 3.5 headphone jack. Um, so yeah, those are the only two places where I've seen, I guess, dust or lint accumulate maybe into lint, maybe it starts off as dust and it just balls up. But I was surprised at how much out he took. And then after that, I was able to charge it without any issues. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's the only thing with pretty much lightning. If I had to give any kind of issue with lightning, it would be just how, and I always keep my phone in my pocket. So maybe there's something there with that too. Um, yeah. I've actually noticed the exact same thing in my previous phones with the lint. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I manual, I myself have, have done the paperclip thing, as a matter of fact. Uh, without... I do it now myself, too. I don't care. <laughs> He's like, don't do not do this. You should always have someone like us. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I turned my phone off, I think, before I did it. But um, I, I think it's fine. I, again, yeah. I'm not going to take responsibility if your phone breaks and you do that. Sure, yeah. But... You know, do it at your own risk. Yeah, yeah at your own risk, uh, for sure. Yeah. Turn your phone off mm-hmm. before you do it, for sure. But the, yeah, it's seemed fine and, and and i probably could have warned you about that i don't know how long ago that happened to you but um oh that was when I had my five first year i had it oh okay so yeah so that gotcha. was a long time ago but was that the first one that had the the lightning or did 4s have it i don't know what your lightning did. i think it was the five yeah. yeah but i will say um i don't know for sure if that's what they're referring to is the lint sort of or if it's, oh, I don't think so. I feel yeah, like I it's mostly the screen that's dust resistant. Well, the back and the screen. So that one's not as important to me for that reason. If it, if it for whatever reason prohibits lint from uh, going in my lightning connector, that's great. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't think that's really what they're going for with that one. <laughs> like it's not going to somehow. I don't think so. Yeah. It's not going to prevent giant or not giant, but big chunks of, um, yeah. Of dust. I guess that's my only, I guess, experience with so-called lint or dust, but maybe dust in speakers. I don't know. Or yeah, microphone. I mean, the whole material. It's it's supposed to have that kind of coating across, you know, around the whole sure. thing. So, so we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I haven't noticed a lot of uh, dust res- uh, dust on it. So I, I guess that's a good thing. But yeah. I mean, um, then I thought I think I. What's interesting is yes the the uh the jet black is does accumulate fingerprints more so than you're gonna get on some of the other ones um which i was i was actually okay with but then at the same time that let's see here there is something i'm I'm looking on the apple page right now but finger oh sorry about that so it also says it's fingerprint resistant oleophobic coating uh at the same time so i i don't that's kind of backwards but <laughs> i don't know oh, how it has a fingerprint resistant coating if it also attracts more fingerprints on the on the jet black but maybe that's kind of why they had to add it or something I, I'm, I'm not too sure about that one um mm-hmm. but anyway moving on to the camera here that is a 700 not 700 7 megapixel front facing camera or as they refer to it the facetime camera versus on the 6s they had a 6s and the 6 plus had a 5 megapixel on that one as well as apparently a wide color capture um not too sure what that really refers to apparently it must capture more color than the previous model there is now a six element lens versus five on the 6s and 6 plus quad led true tone flash uh, which they did, I recall, on the that they pointed out in the keynote as well. They show the four different quadrants of that flash instead of the true tone on the 6S and 6S Plus, which, Tony, can you see, if you look on the back of your phone, how many uh, sort of sections are on that flash itself? Is it two? Is it divided, like, top and bottom? Can you kind of tell or no? Yeah, it looks like top and bottom. All right, so it's, it's when they say tr- uh, you see true not so much, uh, but I don't know. I don't know if we can see that, but, but the, 
Yeah, let's just say it was two on the <laughs> two versus four. I think it looks like two, yeah. Okay, we'll go with that. Uh, sure. Optical optical image stabilization is new for video, which uh, was not available on the standard 6S. It was there on the 6S Plus, however. Mm-hmm. The yep. new another new thing. So I was kind of I didn't hear about this one, but body and face detect body and face detection instead of the just strictly face Ooh. detection on the success and success plus. So I didn't hear that either. That's the addition of body uh, detection yeah. apparently, and I was kind of confused. So I guess 1080p video recording is new, and that it was only capable of recording. That does that even sound right? I thought we've been able to record 1080p for a while, but. According to so according to Apple's own website, it says it was only mm. 720p on the success and the success plus. So I don't know. Take that for what it's worth, if, if you want to believe their own site. But I'm just gonna mm. double check on that one here. But pretty confident on that one. 720. Mm. Let's see. Let's see. What we got here? Oh, okay. All right. I see what I meant to say. And that is the case, but that is strictly for the FaceTime cam. The front-facing camera is now capable of doing the 1080p. That was not the case uh, with the front-facing camera on the Success and the Success Plus. That was only 720 prior to this. So there you go. There is a... Let's see. You know what? I'm going to actually move something around here because I don't think this as is as important. But the stereo speakers, I think, is kind of the next coolest feature of this phone. It's not oh, yeah. exactly uh, so much a traditional stereo. It is the... It's coming out of basically your headset, your uh, where you normally would talk into your phone, that you're... You know, ear, what do you call it? Handset? (laughs) The earpiece, the ear portion, where your ear goes, is where the left, now left speaker, or, well, it could be left or right. Whichever side uh, it may be. The opposite end of the phone, uh, that Mm -hmm. now has a second speaker. Whereas your other one, if you're looking straight on, portrait style at the phone, still has the right side. The right bottom side is still your uh, the original. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. It's still the original uh, speaker also. So kind of the disadvantage there is you're not going to get both kind of sort of coming out directly at you. And I, I ha- actually have a coworker who was telling me he has a case who a case that sort of does project in, in, you know, for one of the previous iPhones projects that Mm -hmm. sound forward. Uh, At least I think it was an iPhone, but it it sort of uh, takes that, um, you know, outward facing sound and and it allows it to sort of come forward by having those holes in the case coming out at you instead. So I, I don't think that's really a huge deal. But I will say that I found the stereo on this to be pretty decent. I, I think uh, there is a noticeable sound uh, difference, sound improvement overall by ha- adding that second speaker. Um, not, su- I wouldn't say it's super, uh, you know, makes a huge, huge difference. But, but I, I think overall quality improvement there going on. The battery life. And this is something what they they said it was uh, in terms of numbers that you're really gonna notice. It was um, one two hours more on average for the for the uh, I'm sorry for the seven and one hour more for the for the plus model. So in terms of actual. Uh, numbers in uh, what is this milliamps per hour? I want to say that's what that stands for. M A H. That's nineteen sixty for uh, versus seventeen fifteen on the six S model, since that's specifically what we're talking about here. And some of these numbers I I, I did get from uh, theinquirer.net. If anybody's wondering, that's where I picked those up from. The uh, and then in addition, the chip 
is the new 64-bit. That I mean, it's been 64-bit for a little while now, but it is the Apple Fusion A10, or A10 Fusion, I think, is actually what they called it. And they did talk about how it's a quad-core, if I do recall. I couldn't find any any information on that specifically here, but I, I do recall the keynote, them talking about that being a quad-core. Do you recall that as well, Tony? I do remember that, but I don't remember... I guess the specs of it are right and then um, in addition it was the what's new what was that or, or what's new with it yeah i mean it's faster it's like every other i think oh yeah what did they say they had a chart uh a10 fusion is let's see i, I just want to bring up see if i can't find the chart about that one here real quick this should be a da, 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 stat. Uh, I don't know if I should yeah. say this, but I went to Wikipedia with it, and it says six core. Six? What? <laughs> Apple right? A10 Fusion, 64-bit. Yeah. So I wonder if that's because it also has the M10, uh, the motion processor in there. I wonder if two of those cores are designated to that or something along those lines. Oh, yeah. Now some of that's starting to come back. I thought they did, they said something that some other cores were something else. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not seeing that yeah. line graph, but I, you know, I've heard. Let's just say, if I recall correctly, they, I think they say it's 128 <laughs> times faster than the original iPhone. I want to say, um, which is pretty pretty significant there. Um, it's always going to be faster, and and that line though, the line graph every yeah. year, it, it's a it's a, a, a <laughs> what do you call it, quadratic sort of line so it, it goes up exponentially rather than you know it's an upward curve um so they just right, keep right. sort of multiplying or uh not multiplying but whatever you call it going up by a power of each other each year right and so you never you're always going to get a faster phone that's for sure when when you're upgrading yeah. uh to the new iphone uh the brightness is better Let's see. So it's 625. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but uh, CD over M2. <laughs> I don't know what that stands for. Max brightness, 625 versus on the previous one was a... I got it here. 500 was on the previous models for that. So it's a brighter phone as well. In addition to that, it has something, this is something that, that I learned from a coworker, but it has a wide color display. And th they did talk about that it has the full gamut of colors. Uh, Phil Schiller in the keynote also talked about that. And that's uh, another name for that is P3, I guess, versus in the previous one, the full sRGB standard colors. And I, I did find a website and I tested this out, but it was. Um, it was really interesting. Uh, they ha they have certain tests. You know, they'll they'll show a a, a, a red image where they have a, a slightly different color within that red image that shows reveals a, an emblem of some sort. Mm. And certain phones are even even able to distinguish between the two colors. And, and mm. I can say honestly that the the colors are are just overall much more vibrant, at least than the previous iPhones for sure. But I did test this this weekend on in fact this morning i tested this on a, another a friend's um iphone uh sorry they're a, a different android phone i can't remember offhand what it was but but he could also see those same colors so so he must have a this must be a common thing that's happening on phones that they're starting to uh, allow you to see more colors that, that's really what it comes down to is um i think up until now up until recently you weren't necessarily seeing all the full color spectrum that your eyes were able to see on a phone. And, and now that that was one of the big things, one of the big improvements um, on this phone. So then, then last but not least, Hey, there's no headphone jack on this phone. If you haven't heard, uh, <laughs> this is a huge feature, but uh, I will say I will give them credit. They did provide the adapter. They included the adapter in the case, uh, which is more than I can say was the case when they uh, switched over to the Lightning. To Lightning, they did yeah, not do. They did not mm -hmm. do that. Um, but in addition to that, the headphones that it comes with also has a light, uh, Lightning connector. So I think that's that's great. I think it's worked out pretty well. Mm -hmm. I, 
except for the times that I have not had that adapter with me or I haven't had a pair of headphones that have the adapter on them. I do keep the adapter plugged into my, my nice pair of earphones and uh, that works out really well as long as I have those with me. <laughs> if I don't have them for whatever reason, then I'm pretty much SOL. Um, but I, you know, that goes along with those or, and, and maybe I should, uh, keep, I should maybe keep the backup pair of headphones that have the lightning connector built into it, you know, at work or something, just so I have it there when I need them. But, uh, mm-hmm. it hasn't been other than that. It, it's been, it's been fine. I, I think, um, I'm overall pretty, pretty okay with that, uh, that move on their part. Overall, though, really enjoying the phone. And and Tony, let's see here. You've got a whole. You sent over something here. What is all this? This is all can candela per square meter. Uh, that's your, what the uh, CD over M two refers to. Okay, yeah. over, over M squared. Sorry, it's it talks about that with nits. I think candela per square meter. Square meter. All right. So that's what that is. This has to do with the. That sounds like uh, like candle power, hey. Yeah, I think it was like one candle equals this much luminosity or brightness. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I guess Uh, I don't know too much about that stuff. Something like that. It's a formula, yeah. Yeah. I guess one NT equals one CD over M two. Mm-hmm. And an NT is a nit. And I think if you talk, they talked about nits on the Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. The second one's brighter. Did you get your Apple Watch? Nope. Still at the end of this month, I think it's supposed to be coming. But anywho, oh, nice. yeah. All right. Well, I think that's about it for the iPhone. Yeah, I, I guess I didn't give it a rating here, but you know what? I'm gonna get because I'm such an Apple fanboy. I think I'm gonna go ahead and give it five out of five stars. Uh, yeah, Apple fanboy. Maybe fanboy. Yeah, I mean overall, just it's too close to five. Like it's you know what four point nine something like that. If I I'm gonna round it up to five, I think minor things sure. about it that like not having the headphone jack. Sure, could still have it. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know for sure if they'd be able to have it be water resistant with that or not. If that has much to do with it, I know they did put the uh barometer supposedly or barometric something in there in place of it uh something with the altitude so it can adjust Mm -hmm. based on your altitude certain readings i think but yeah overall really enjoying it so far um any other uh any questions before you whether or not you do or do not bite the bullet on this phone tony Oh no! I think it looks great. I don't care if the headphone jack's gone. Um, yeah, uh, I think one of the main reasons was more battery. I think you're basically getting two more hours because of the phone, the headphone jack's gone. I think this one of their many reasons, I'm sure. Um, right. That and the tactic. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just seeing probably more carrier issues that I'm just not sure what I want to do yet with it than the actual phone. You know, one of the things I maybe didn't mention here was the, let's see, carrier. I, th- I want to say it's faster LTE. Let's see if I can find that. Okay. Yes. One of the things I missed here is that it is, uh, LTE is up to uh, 450 megabits per second versus 300 for the success and the success plus. And the one you're sporting, if I let's see, is that what this one is? Oh no! So the SE, I don't know if you had if if yours is closer to what the SE is, or you know what they don't list the the six, so it might Mm. you might be at three hundred also. But for whatever reason, the SE is only capable to up to one fifty for some reason. And that's about it, I think. I think so. Yeah. What do you think, Tony? Oh, yeah, I think that's uh, about it. I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Well, hey, if you would like to reach us, you can find us at niceguynetwork.com slash techies. Leave us a rating on iTunes. Do a little search in there for Techies Podcast. That's where we're found. Please leave us a a rating of some kind. We'll we'll take it. We'll take whatever you got. Preferably five stars, though. 
Yeah, five stars, but we'll take anything. We are on Stitcher. You can still find us on Alpha Geek Radio over there. Our, uh, you might not be able to find us live at this point right now, but uh, I believe we're still being linked. I, I think I think Todd over there actually has has linked us up uh, to our new since we've started started doing this through YouTube. Um, so uh, I think I think we're probably going to continue doing that, and I appreciate him uh, keeping us in mind, linking us up on there. And uh, but we're still trying to do the uh, six seven central thing. I think mostly, even mm-hmm. though tonight we were uh, maybe a slightly earlier, although we were <laughs> we ran a little bit late, so it's maybe closer to the <laughs> traditional time. Uh, but you can find us on there. Our uh, what are we on? We're on uh, YouTube.com slash. Let's see if I can find it. Actually, nice guy network maybe. <laughs> I want to make sure I can get there. Uh, no. that Yes. Wait. No. Yes. Yes. No. Maybe. <laughs> Still new to this whole thing. Uh, let's go here. YouTube.com slash. Probably do a little search in here. Well, let's try to find it. Let's try to find it. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. YouTube.com slash. Where? Why is it so difficult to find? I think that's right. Checky. YouTube.com slash nice guy network. Nice guy network. Nice guy network. YouTube.com slash nice guy. Is that it? I can't even tell. Is this us? Ah. No. What? (laughs) What's happening? How about YouTube.com slash nice guy network LLC? No. And find us. Where are we, Tony? Check your easy. All right. For now, just do a search for Nice Guy Network while you're on YouTube. Uh, that's where you can find us. In the meantime, I still have to link all that up through the website, too. But this is, this is once again, wonderful radio right here. Just fantastic. But anyway, uh, our email address is techiespodcast at gmail.com you can find us on both facebook and twitter at techiespodcast nice tony you know this is the part of the show where i ask you about social media and you tell me you you don't use it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and today's no different all right fantastic (laughs) well i suppose doing a podcast kind of does that fall under the line of social media i don't know i guess (laughs) you could say that sure Maybe I'll try to throw Twitter back on again. I was just telling people today, though, or talking to someone today about how, I, yeah, Twitter's honestly, it's kind of dying at the same time. <laughs> it feels like, yeah, anyway. isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. Aren't they? Someone's going to buy them. I thought I heard a rumor. Facebook's know. really kind of killing it lately, too. They just kind of do it all. I don't know. They do. They do it all. And they're trying to, you know, keep an eye on the future, too, with Oculus and all this other stuff. But even them, I don't know if I use too much. So, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but they're all right. I don't know. Everyone's fine. Okay, okay, all right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this year's episode. Tony, thank you, sir. You can find me, by the way, at Shave Maddox on Twitter if you'd like to check that out. Thanks for listening, everyone. Much appreciated. And until next time, Tecker Easy. Tecker Easy. Okay.